Welcome back, brothers, to the 801st Legion Podcast, Star Wars Legion Podcast for you, the community. Got a lot to talk about, some new things. Might be a little bit shorter one, but it'll definitely be a fun one. All right, punch it, Kyle. Hello there. You must learn Dark what you have prepared. is a pathway to many abilities. Red, red, red green, or red, green, red. I know it. You know what you'll do? Sorry about the mess. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. General Kenobi. Let's rearrange some architecture. Is it possible to learn this power? I thank you for your hospitality. Twice the pride, double the four. Impressive. I'll show you the dark side. And we're back. How's it going, Kyle? Oh, it is Good to see you. phenomenal, if, oh. you, if you do say so yourself. I do say so myself, so. <laughs> no, it's been it's been a weird week, I'll be honest. But it's been good. Uh, the community has been really good to the store lately. Um, you know, lots of time to paint minis. <laughs> In case you guys are under a rock, we do have this epidemic, pandemic Quademic thing going on. Quad cinco demic. Cinco demeco. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's been a weird week. Last week especially was just we have the corona thing that is escalating ever more. Um and then last week we also had the earthquakes in here in Utah. That was a weird thing. Um yeah. dude, how was that for you? What was that experience like? It's just like shelter or like go inside and stay safe. Also, you're dead if you're inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm just glad it was, like, I know a five, it was 5.7, 5.1, one of those two. <laughs> it was, it was fives. Um, fives, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Echo, it's, fives, it's, earthquake, yeah. 99. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, but yeah, it was in the fives range and uh, it's not the biggest earthquake in the world, but it shook quite a bit. Um, and the aftershocks were still pretty good. Like the next day, we had a four point oh, something. Do we had aftershocks for like two or three days? I oh, I just felt one yesterday, like just two point one. But it was, it was, uh, it was on the radar. Like I've been paying attention whenever I feel like, because I'm in that phase where I'm like, was that just like anxiety about it, or was that like an actual earthquake I felt? And it's so like whenever I'm like, no, I'm certain that's an earthquake. I'll look it up and check just to make sure. So. Uh, and a lot of them have been, yeah, like aftershocks, like two to three point oh, you know. Yeah. I think they don't actually report anything below a two point one or something like that. I think so because at that point it's just negligible. Yeah. The it's weirdest like, thing is um, the wind could have blown you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally it could be that. It's so funny with the earthquakes too, because like my dogs. Oh yeah. Like two dogs at home. They're the kind of dogs that bark at everything. You get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. You know, one's downstairs in, the, in his kennel. Uh-huh. The other one is in one of the bedrooms. Um, and they just start going off. Like, you can't leave your bedroom to go yeah. to the bathroom at night before that I'm going off. Um, I get up early for work. This one happened like 7 a.m. I literally sit down at my computer. Earthquake happens, not a sound. Mailman comes by at 10. <laughs> crazy. I'm like, where was this earlier? They just slept right through the earthquake. Meanwhile, I'm down there just crapping my pants. Oh, no. Freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, um, that was yeah, such was a weird situation. That's like the last thing you want when you're in a pandemic, you know, like an earthquake, really. Oh, my gosh. Like, give I, me any <laughs> other natural disaster. Right. And on top of that, there's like the, the uh, literally the locusts going through Africa oh, yeah, in the yeah. Middle East. As an oldest child, I'm starting to be a little worried for my well-being. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I my have four older yeah. brothers, so I'm fifth in line to die. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <Right>. good. <laughs> You're good. Oh, man. No, but I hope you guys – we both hope you guys are super safe. 
being protected, uh, cleanliness, and hopefully nothing happened while the earthquakes, you know. Because I've seen a couple stores be affected. Like, for example, our store, I had to show up like 45 minutes early because I was like, yep, th- things are broken. Those glass cabinets, they fell. Done. Um, surprisingly, the things I thought would break did not and all that was on the ground was probably about a good 10% of our stock was on the ground, which doesn't seem like a lot, but that's like a good 100 to 120 games. It's a good number. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, like, thinking about everything as well, like, uh, there was a where was there was a big earthquake in, um, man, where was that? I know it was Vanuatu or, like, oh, Malaysia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. As well, a big one as like well. Like an eight point. Yeah, yeah it was pretty big. Um, but, yeah, stay safe, guys. Practice your... Please practice social distancing. Yeah. I know it sucks. Just please do it. Yeah. It's going to be so much better for everybody if we can just push through this, take our licks while we can, and hopefully get out of this a little bit quicker. Yeah. As of right now, this recording, um, we are not in total lockdown or uh, shelter in place, but other states are, and... I don't suspect after this whole missionary coming home fiasco, if you've heard, we won't get into too much detail, but there was a huge gathering in Salt Lake of over like 1,200 people, yeah. which was really sad to, see, to hear about because now those people that were abroad are coming home and now that if they had corona or if anyone in there had a corona, now it's spreading, you know? Yeah. And, and like you could pass it to a carrier who won't get, won't get symptoms, but they'll pass it to another carrier and then... They pass it to someone that could get fatally, like, completely, yeah. <laughs> completely fatal. <laughs> well, that's the whole point. But like, I was gonna say fatally killed, but I'm like, that's a that double. is a fatality. Yeah. Fatality. Fatal. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like we were. Like, yeah, like we're just we're obviously making light of it, but yeah, because it is a serious situation. You gotta, you know, take a little bit of lightness yeah. with it. But, like, uh, if if you're too serious about it, you were you kind of. Serious about you have to be serious about the situation, but serious about how you conduct yourself. You don't have yeah. to be, you know. Well, like you can a, throw yeah. jokes in there to keep the lightheartedness going. Yeah, they had a psychologist actually um, do a meeting for us at work, an hour long meeting mm-hmm. talking about this because it's it's easy to get into your head about mm-hmm. these things and get that panic point. Yeah. Also, for anybody who's in Germany or outside of the U.S., like we, especially Europe, like yeah, you guys have been hit real hard. Yeah. Like, uh, let us know how you're doing. Stay safe, please. Like, yeah, our, seriously. I, I I know it sounds dumb saying our thoughts and prayers go out to you, but like, literally, they like, really thought, do. They really do. Like, our hearts go out to you guys. Be safe. Um, I've got a cousin who's in Germany right now. Hopefully, she'll be safe as well. Um, just yeah. do do what you can to protect those around you and yourself. Yeah, I can't. I can't add any more. Think that's just well said. Uh, so moving on, uh, we have been normally recapping our Clone Wars thoughts. Um, so we're just going to quickly give our thoughts on that. Because <laughs> uh, there's not much to talk about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think that just about sums it up for Kyle. I thought it was an okay episode. Uh, yeah. Six out of ten. I'll be straight. Like, good, not great. I'm excited for more. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really want to talk about it. I want to hear your thoughts because, uh, my well, gosh, <laughs> you had some heated words about this week's episode. Well, I just thought it was stupid. Like, like it wasn't – like, don't get me wrong. Ahsoka was great, as always. The new characters were okay. It's just the situations was like, oh, no, bad droids. Oh, no. And then, like, then the the music was off tonally, I felt like. Like, she was, like, like, lighthearted, like, dancing music going on while Ahsoka's beating down some some people. And I'm just like, what is going on? I just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, and also, nothing really of note happened during that show, during the episode. Like, and you may say, like, well, they're just building up. It's like, 
dude, are you telling me that nothing with the Bad Batch arc didn't start off, like, amazing? Like, it started off, like, with a heavy punch, like, Echo is alive, you know? Well, I feel you're 100% right, and I feel like that's a big part of the um, the beginning of arcs when they're, yeah. like, the the narrator comes on and goes, this is what's happening. Like, right. he gets you to speed so you can jump right, right. into it. I feel like they didn't happen too much. I, I think my favorite part of the episode was just seeing different sides of Coruscant. Like, yeah. You know well, what I mean? Did you catch that, that reference too? The 1313? 13, 13, 13, 13, yeah. Well, what's funny is uh, in the Asajj book, um, Dark Disciple, uh-huh. she works on 1313. Like, the level 1313 is like a big thing. If right. You look in like the extended universe right. and canonical stuff. Uh, but I thought it was so cool to see that. I thought it was cool yeah. seeing like the underground lake by the, at the very end. Just I, that I, th- I thought was the best part. But I think you said you said this, and I have to agree with what you said. The episode felt... Not to say Resistance is a bad show, but it felt like Resistance. Yeah. Um, whereas Rebels and even Clone Wars have this thing where they start out feeling like a kid show. Yeah, they are made for kids, but by the very end... You they're can made t- for families. They are. Families. Yeah. There you go. But by the very end, they feel like there's some more intense themes going You're on. Right, right. This feel like it did regress back to like season one, right. season two feeling, uh, which isn't the worst, but... Um, I wonder if that's just yeah. because we're about to get super dark. You, that could be a good like thing. we're we, like I, it's highly likely we're gonna see some Order sixty six from Ahsoka's perspective, like highly likely. Well, what's interesting is with the number of episodes they've said they've kind of leaked what the next episodes are coming up are with their titles. The fight with Maul happens like two episodes before the end of the series, right? Okay, which is weird. But, so we're getting so, two. So we're getting Ahsoka's arc, right? But then we're also getting an arc where everybody's together, right? Uh, no, that's like one episode. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess an interview they did with Dave Filoni, they said that there was like the bad... Th- th- this wasn't supposed to be the last season. Right. But um, they had like three or four story arcs for her left, and they picked like two or three that they wanted to talk about okay. in this season. So this is one. Um, the Siege of Mandalore will be another, and we don't really quite know what the last one will be. Interesting. But, or if there even is another one, which may not be the last one. It might be the second to last one. Interesting. But there is apparently two or three stories I want to tell with her. Well, and they're still going to tell those in some in, in, in a certain fashion, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like the you, I think you were saying that they announced the comics for the oh, Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. What are they? It's like the tale, like Clone Wars Tales or Tales of the Clone Wars or something like that. I hadn't um, heard much about this, so I'm glad you brought it up I just earlier. heard about it today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I'll have to look into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, but that looks good. Yeah, I just wasn't super thrilled with this episode, but I'm not gonna say it sucked. It was just like it was like a solid four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was below average. Agreed. So, anyways, moving on, uh, we are gonna actually bypass a lot of this, you know, fluff for this episode just because we have so much to talk about with one topic in particular. Uh, Vital assets was 100% uh, shown off. The Fifth Trooper boys over there did a wonderful job at showcasing and doing a demo game and just showing off all the last couple. I think just one last card was yet to be shown. Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. There's just a couple more cards, maybe two. Um, so should we just go go for it? Like we should just go. Let's start with the deployments. Um, let's just go one by one. Hemmed in was the one that was revealed, um, and that's probably like. I think that was that's the most interesting deployment that we've seen out of this pack. Uh, I, it's inter- I feel like the deployments are so key. There's a lot of this that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the deployments and the objectives are what catch my eye the most. Okay. I, so I have to agree. But I don't, I don't know if it's my 
If it's the most interesting in my mind, does that make At sense? At least, as far as deployments, I would say that. But like, but I think you're what, what, right. Which one do you think is is because hemmed in for those who haven't seen it? It's like an uh, asymmetric. Like they pretty much took a chunk out of the bottom half and then took that as blue yeah. player, and then what was ever left, they put that to the top and as red player. Um, and it'll be in our thumbnail, so you'll at least have an idea. And I'm sure you've seen it if you're on our Discord or anything like that. Um, but it looks like a super interesting deployment. We actually tried this today yeah. in a game. What's funny, I just to side note, I think we have tried and tested everything except uh, fortified positions. I think we've done everything yes. but that. Yep. So. Yeah, it's true. We indeed have. Uh, because when they first showed off at, back at LVO time, they showed off like bombing run, uh, rollout, and something else. War Weary maybe? I can't remember. I think it was War Weary, yeah. Yeah, I think it was because uh, that's why we were like, oh, Wookiees are pretty good <laughs> with yeah, Indomitable. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so anyways, moving on to uh, the next deployment. It was Danger Close, which, we've prob- which we have talked about a little bit before because it has been shown off. But um, this is very much advanced positions without the scout, in my opinion, just even closer. Like the scout is built into the deployment. Yeah, and it's interesting because this kind of like splits the board in half, left mm-hmm. and right. Yeah. Um, it really does. And it's 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 cool that you can deploy at range three of each other. Um, it does give a huge advantage for people that do have range four. Yeah. You can stand back a little bit. Uh, but I think this is such a cool one for melee characters. Oh, yeah. Like Wookiees especially. Um, and even things like Tauntauns where you can get from being deployed to being attacking people in like a turn and a half. Like literally like one turn. Yeah. It's really interesting. Well, and I think this this deployment has secret mission written all over it. Absolutely, <laughs> you're just so close to the enemy deployment already. It's just it's super good. Um, yeah, moving on, uh, we got rollout. That's a that's a fun one. Uh, it's pretty much long march with a little bit of a, a, a extra bit put on uh, on one of the sides. But then you get uh, you get to deploy vehicles at range one of the deployment zone. Yeah. So. How, like how, how do you think that is, like, really impactful for this particular deployment? Like, vehicles at range one, of course, sounds great, but, like, why not do that just as a condition, you know? Why do you think it's important for the – I don't know. Does it, that make sense? No, I totally get you. Like, why? what's the benefit of doing yeah. that? It depends on, obviously, 100% the objective, but a big thing about vehicles, like, you use them almost as artillery pieces. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how most people do it. Um, and there is something that sucks about having a vehicle that has to move. Mm. Uh, so, because like with speeder bikes, a big thing with speeder bikes is you kind of, a lot of people will deploy them either further back or far forward, get there first, hit them hard, just do some damage to whittle people down or have them catch up to your mm. line at the right time. Uh, with this, I feel like this is more geared towards like your tanks, your ATSTs. Oh, yeah. Uh, things where it's... It, you, you can set up your artillery piece early to cover the board so you maybe don't have to move very much. That's kind yeah. of how I see this being a huge benefit. Yeah, that's like, true. Your tank's there. It doesn't have to move very much. You're, you know, you, you, you can start doing things differently. Um, One of the biggest things yeah. that I found with the Sabre class um, that I'm sure is going to be the same problem with the AAT, it's just it's so big. Like, you're not going to if, – if you put it behind your troops at all, like you're going to run through your troops and suppress them. Yeah. And yeah. So like getting that that out of the way and just being like up front where you sh- probably should be. Oh, that is nice. You can deploy yeah. them ahead. Yeah. Well, and I struggle with Rex sometimes. Not not as a character. Like his, like his cards and everything are great. 
but with with scouting party and with the tank, it's like I why like I can't like I'm just gonna get in like the tank is in my way <laughs> like I, there's I just can't <laughs> I don't know. What's funny is like it's like with the uh, snow speeder the other day you, you had to deploy with this gap open. Yeah, where you knew you're gonna place the speeder, mm-hmm. and I kind of knew something was gonna go there. I just didn't know what. Yeah, so it kind of tells your opponent what you're gonna do because you have to plan for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, well, and that'll be super nice for the speeders. Imagine rollout with uh, we well, we did try rollout with bombing run, which we'll talk about here shortly. Yeah. Um, but like double air speeders on something where vehicles get to go, like or double any vehicle really, uh, for bombing run. Oh man. Well, imagine like the um the gav or something where you can put like the rebel speeder where mm-hmm. you can put R two D two on there. Oh, You're yeah. already closer, and you can just drop them off for secret mission. Okay, and so then, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point you bring up. So, with that, the Gav can it pick up um, somebody with? I can't remember if this was explicitly. Yeah, can they pick up? So the Gav can have a token. Can it pick up somebody with a token as well? Oh, I hear you. That I don't know, but it, that's the hard part about bombing run is you have to be in the deployment zone to get a token. Sure, but like, what if it wasn't? But if you're doing rollout, like what if it was somebody two, else? Like, something else, yeah. Oh, like if you wanted to get bounty on Boba and then pick him up and run or something. Yeah. Or, or um, yeah, well, just any sort of if yeah. they have a if they have a, like a victory token or, or yeah exactly could they pick them up? Um, I, I'll have to look into. I'm not sure, but that would be really cool. Yeah, guys, let really us know cool. definitely like in the in the comments like what's we'll look into it for sure. But like definitely know, let us know. Um, you want to go over bombing run, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. I'll break it down. Um, so bombing run after deployment step, uh, starting with a blue player, each friendly player places three claimed objective tokens in base contact with friendly unit leaders that are within that player's deployment zone. Each unit cannot have more than one claimed objective token. Um, also, each trooper unit gains the claim keyword, and all units gain the drop free action. So basically, just like summarizing it really quickly, at the end of the activation phase, uh, each player can detonate one unclaimed token uh, that they f- that was flipped to its unclaimed side with the drop ability. So you mm-hmm. have to drop your own. You can't die and then explode yeah. it. You have to drop it yourself, um, but when you do, you get a triple red die blast suppressive surge crit weapon. Yeah. So it's cool, and you also get a victory point for each one you detonated um, within range one okay. of an end zone. So, like, this is—I don't think we got a chance to do this last time we or when we did try this this uh, objective. What do you think? The, my mind instantly goes to like. Um, like just putting putting them on just really tanky units that don't shoot well, you know, and then just letting them run. Even if they barely make it in the deployment, you just drop it. Okay, they die, but you got an objective point. Like, is that? Do you think that's going to be a good strategy we're going to see, or do you think that's not worth it? Because, well, I'm thinking like B2s putting your eggs in one basket sort of situation. Well, think like yeah, it's interesting because you've got like more than one set of Wookies, for example, who do that. Mm-hmm. That's really good. But also, if you've got Tauntauns who can just run speed three and get there tank the hits um, it's kind of interesting too that you could potentially set it up to be like sabine's bombing runs oh yeah so maybe you're not even using it for points you're using it just to kill units interesting you know what i mean yeah go f- just deny them and then like rebels for example get secret mission or empire gets bounty yeah. to like get break the tie that's just something that i really like about all these objectives honestly it's like it's more of this like underlying there's like I'm not. I, we've talked about this before, but like, there's like this underlying characters in the game that I'm like, ooh, like th- those could be good, but with what's like available for objectives wise, they're just not. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so, like, I feel like these deployments are, like, soft buffs to those kind of characters, like Wookiees. You know, B2s are already really good, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? I actually thought B2s would be really cool just because you've got that armor keyword. Yeah. And you've got a lot of health. The hard part is if you're moving a lot, you're probably not in cover. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, and droid troopers don't get benefits from suppression. So, you know, oh, there man. are there there is. I will say this: out of all vital assets, I think droids benefit the least. Okay. I I think straight up, I think they're the ones that are hurt the most from it. Uh, so I don't think you'll see a lot of droid players playing a bunch of this stuff. I think they'll like hemmed in. I, there's a lot of things about hemmed in. You, you might be right. Hemmed in might be the most interesting one. Well, now hear me out. Uh, droid commandos. Yes. Oh. Red saves, AI move. That's actually not a bad idea. And you've got uh, red dice impervious. So. Yeah. yeah. Scale. Scale. That could be really good. You know what? Maybe that will change things for them. Yeah. Maybe they just don't have the units like... They don't have their Wookiees. Mm-hmm. They don't have, uh, you know, like, do-backs and things. Well, our troopers with the jetpacks just being like, all right, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think the Clone Wars factions, as far as, like, those units, are going to make a big difference. Because other than that, I, I agree with you. Like, droids benefit from this the least. Clones can see some strong, strong things out of these things. Um, but I, I feel like... I, it, there's no secret from both of us that I think the rebels benefit from all these the, the most. Best, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rebels. And, it's interesting. The good factions love vital assets. They really mm-hmm. do. Um, and Empire kind of. Oh, you mean like good, like heroic? I was like the light oh, side. Are, yeah. Are you, are you <laughs> sitting yeah. here now that you feel rebels are better than Empire? No, <laughs> sorry. No, just, just, I was just like, out. oh yeah, they're good. I'm like, well, that's news to me. That's hot take of the week for you, they're, right there. They have good stuff. They, they, do. they do, and like, um, <laughs> I haven't played a lot of rebels, so I'm seeing some good options. I feel like I'm just totally misplaying the rebels. <laughs> I totally am, but uh, I feel that way every really day. Stuff. I feel like I misplay everything all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, so you've gone five games in a row winning. What's your plan? I don't know. I just misplay everything. <laughs> I just misplay enough to where my opponent doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I just I, trap them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, that reminds me of this, like, World War II thing where the – oh, it's so funny. They found the documents that were, like – how to treat people with the plans, and it's like the Japanese were like, oh. you have to have a plan to do, they're talking about the Americans and the plan, they're like, you can't plan for the Americans because they have no plan. Yeah. And then it's an American general that's like, if we don't know what our, we're doing, there's no way the enemy can know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it feels sometimes. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it really do be like that. Uh, hostage exchange, you want to go over that one too? Yeah. Um, do you want me to read the card or just break it down real just quick? Just break it down. That's a lot of wordage. It is a lot. We don't want to bore you guys. Uh, so real quick, basically... Um, starting with blue player, you get a hostage token and you start at the very center and you do a speed one move away. Both people do that, red and blue. Uh, and then after that, you just kind of work your way back. You get a victory point for having a hostage at the end of the turn, uh, game and having one inside your deployment zone gives you two instead of one. Um, very interesting. You also can't detonate on turn one. So I think you can start shooting them turn one, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's interesting that they just said no detonate. They probably yeah. had people when playtesting running up with Sabine. Oh, or even yeah. like turn one being here's some bombs. Yeah. And that probably just takes all the fun out of it. Uh, well, also like it doesn't say on this card, but on the host- the hostage card itself, it, it specifies that this unit is now oh, immune to right. enemy effects range uh, at turn one. That's right. Or something. But and we'll go back we'll come back to that in a minute as well. But there's there's a lot of things that they're immune to at the beginning of the game. Like 
and that's good. Like, yeah, it would be really boring if if round one the game was already over. <laughs> yeah, it, that's for sure. And like, I know we'll talk about all this stuff after we go over it, but like, I kind of want to come back to that one. I yeah, think that's super interesting one. Um, and then here's another one we actually talked about. Well, we played this one today. We played, we played it today. Yeah, is a payload. I. I think this is probably one of my favorite. Oh yeah! Out of the entire vital assets, it was so much fun. Oh yeah! Because it takes your game from being "I'm gonna kill you" to being "Nah, I gotta protect this thing. I gotta." Your army's more mobile than it is shooting. You have to choose to move over shoot. I do feel like when we played this today, like we played it on the worst possible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that way with bombing run too. Like I feel like the deployment we went with was like not ideal for the whole like. Oh, I got blue player, so I'll, I'll have a good advantage. Like, there was no clear advantage. From yeah. The, uh... So, like, we did hemmed in with this today. And payload, it's just like a video game, right? Like, you got to escort a payload to a destination. Yeah. But what's really cool is that you pick your destination for your opponent. So that's nice. It is. Um, there is such a distinct advantage to having blue player go first yeah. with that. That's one that you don't take that unless you're bidding super hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bad. true. And we'll come back to it, obviously. But uh, do you want to break down the conditions? Oh, yes. Yeah, let's do that. Well, supply drop. We've talked about that before. Real quickly summarize, though, you get a supply deck. You interact with the token, um, and you can do the free action for supply. Draw two. Draw two. Card one. Do, yep, exactly. Yeah. So you interact with it, um, and it gives you special cards. Um, Actually, really cool cards. Yeah. Uh, we should probably just go into that now while we're here. Yeah, do we want to break it yeah. So there's eight cards in all, and you get two, in e- two of each card uh, back to capsules. Treat one, capacity one. So just like a Medroid, it's a free action. Uh, and Oh, I just realized, too, that's not exhaustible. Uh, no, the, but, but it capacity is one capacity already. one. Like, that's you're going to get one use out of Yeah, that's true. But it's, it's like you got your heavy unit. You don't want your heavy to die. Just bring it back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and then we got arc the welder. Arc Welder. And that's the same as an Astromech. I do want to bring this up. This is interesting because... We've been talking about this, like for the droids. How are you? How are you gonna get med droids? Like, yeah. You can't do med droids for the droids. The arc welder here is specifically meant for vehicles and friendly droid troopers. So like, that's interesting. It's a way to start bringing droids back. I wonder if this is like a precursor to getting something that will bring back yeah. B ones or B twos. Yeah. No, that'd Things be like awesome. That. Uh, and then camouflage. You gain low profile, which that's super nice. It's a one-time use. Um, yeah, I mean, straightforward. Any thoughts on that one? Uh, it's good. Um, it, uh, I'm sure it'll have its uses. I just don't think it's the best one here. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's like a good one, not great. Like, yeah, okay, so right away, like, I think we can already say, like, there are some in here that, like, in a, it is very situational. And if you if you get that card when you don't need it, it's like crap. I'm like, what's the point? Yeah, like, it's nice that you can draw two, but, like, there will be a time when you draw two and you're like, I don't want either. Yeah. Uh, what about that next one? Hollow, hollow projector. Yeah, hollow projector. What do you think about that one? I uh, this is actually probably one of my favorites because um, that's just such a good thing during the issue orders phase. Uh, it's it, it does have an X, so it's a one time use. Yep. It is uh, discardable, but that's just that's so nice to be able to pop that when you want and issue another order. And it's not you; it's also another unit. So. Yeah. Let's say you play a one pip, but you really want to get somebody else out. You can issue to your commander, yeah. and then issue to somebody else. Like there are some times this is going to be extremely helpful. That's um, true. Very helpful. Well, uh, then we got grapple harpoon, which I think 
I don't know. It's a free action. It's it's a one-time use, and until the end of the turn, you gain scale. Again, this is – I feel like – maybe I'm in the wrong here, but I feel like this is super situational. What if you're playing on, like, a table with that doesn't have a lot of high terrain, you know? Maybe yeah. just, like, shorter line-of-sight blocking – or maybe even – we play – let's be real. We, we play on a lot of tables where people set them up and there's, like, no line of sight blocking. There's no high t- high terrain. You're not going to uh, use it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, where, like, think about your clones and stuff or, like, a gun line where you set up. You're not going to use this because you're not moving that much. You already have a dedicated yeah. moving unit. Uh, but this is something where I could see, like – I feel like Rebels benefit from a lot of these, like, just generally. True. Again, go back, going back to go our back point. To Rebels. <laughs> yeah, Rebels benefit. Yeah. Um, uh, precision scopes, though. That yeah. is pretty good. Also, this one, exhaustible. Not, yes. Not disposable. Yeah. Or discardable. So it's while performing a range attack during the attack roll dice, gain one aim token. So it's like Hunter, but exhaustible and better. And if you're a rebel and you've got cards that let you recover for free, yep. or Veers recover for free, I think this recovers. Isn't that right? Or yeah. is there a special rule where you can't? I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, because it's not got the X on it, so I think you just get it back. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you have it. Same with Field Scanner, which is the next one. While defending against a range attack during the apply dodge and cover step, at, or gain one dodge token, so... <laughs> Your heroes, man. Your heroes want that. Nimble. <laughs> rebels would love that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Rebels. Again, Rebels. Also, Jedi. Yep. Like, you don't need to take Force. Well, yeah, take your you Force You take reflexes, your Force Reflexes. But yeah. uh, it's just an extra dodge. And lastly, targeting Rangefinder. Uh, while performing a ranged attack during the roll attack die step, you gain Marksman. That's, that's really good. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like... Uh, I thought Cassian and Iden were just going to get that and run away with it. Yeah. But, but like, now anyone can get it. One time use for sure. But, like, imagine having this and precision scopes. Like, I'm sure you have, like, if you don't use it, you hold on to it, right? So maybe just wait for a good time. Yeah. So. Oh, that's interesting. Is Cassian and Iden, you get precision scopes. You're just getting a free aim token mm-hmm. to mar- use your marksman already. Or clones with tactical where they can share. Like. Great. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. Love it. Well, yeah, that that's uh that's the boys for the supply deck. So that's that condition card. Uh, that that's the battle card for con- uh, the supply drop. Uh, how about fortified forti- fortified that's a new <laughs> fortified one. fortified fortified precisions a position. <laughs> I just can't talk. It's you, okay. Why don't you take it away, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's break it down. So um, basically, starting with the blue player, you alternate placing eight barricades. Um, just anywhere on the board. It has to be placed inside the deployment zone within range one or two of the deployment yeah. zone. So if this is for your gun lines. Yeah. This is where you want to you wanna set up. Maybe yeah. you're going to recon intel into it, but you're just going to chill. You're going to yeah. play that attrition game. Maybe lock down an objective. Yeah. No, it's it, – it, I mean, we've seen this before in, in Skirmish. Like, this is just the senior version of, yeah. of the Skirmish one. And I like how they have clones on the picture because the yeah. clones are going to love that. Oh, yeah. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to love that. Uh, and then War Weary, another one that's made its way from skirmish into the full game, um, reducing your range for uh, your commander's courage value is drop is, is reduced by two to a minimum of one. So you have to be in range one to gain that courage value. That's crazy. Uh, so clones are okay. 
for now. Zero ki- uh, yeah. For now. Um, who's not? Who doesn't like this? Droids. Droids. My gosh, droids don't like this. Well, that's the one thing about droids. Like, they usually don't care about suppression. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, and you can let your commanders go do the damage they need to because you're you're not too yeah. worried. Uh, but suddenly you're worried a little bit. Your yeah. B1s start panicking off the board. You lose your whole army. Uh, I think a, a, Rebels might yeah. be another one. Yeah. Will they start to worry? I think an ill-placed gun line, while, while if it's a well-placed gun line, you could work around this, but if you're going for a straight-up line across the board, I can shoot those edges. Uh, start yeah. panicking people. Stormtroopers are gone, you well, know? Yeah. Yeah, and I guess if you can start killing, a, like, action economy that quickly, yeah. things change. Um, yeah, it, phase 2s are going to love it, though. Phase 2s are going to do phase 2s. <laughs> I actually was thinking about that B2s as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's really yeah, because courage yeah. two on them too. It's really interesting. That I feel like vital assets was meant to. I, I don't want to say nerf the empire, but in a lot of ways, it, it brings other yeah. teams up to where the empire is. So I feel like you won't see a lot of empire players bringing these necessarily. Maybe you'll see a couple. Yeah, like danger, hemmed in. I think for deployment, in, danger close probably anything where they can get their their gun line set up. Well, maybe not even not not danger close because you can't. There's just not a space to deploy everybody. Line. Right. Well, there's and, not. And if I panic you, you're right there. Sorry, you're gone. Like you're gonna panic off the board. So I can yeah. I critic like say I have clones with critical or uh, suppressive, like. <sighs> I actually was thinking about that because like get this with uh, so something about panicking people off the board, because um, we ended up playing yesterday. We played hostage exchange danger close. Well, you're gonna run with your hostage to a board edge, right? So if yeah. you start to panic that hostage, you're just panicking them closer to either your appointment right. deployment zone. So, like, you don't really care. Yeah. So that's one That's that a good you, point. You see what I'm saying? There's no, You can't really panic them off the board unless you panic them the whole way. You panic them far enough, they're in the deployment zone. They get double points. So there's this idea of, like, you want to just kill them rather than panicking them if yeah. you're playing danger close and hostage exchange. But it's not always going to work out that way. Cat, okay, so Cassian's card can give um, danger sense to anyone, right? Yeah, danger sense one to the people issued orders. Yeah, to. so let's say – and this is kind of going off of the hostage exchange thing still. Is it a good idea to give them suppression right away with danger sense? Like – like, well, I guess if it's say that unit has duck and cover, yeah, right. Danger sense, like, would is that a strong move, or do you think the encouragement of retaining suppression is ultimately bad? Oh, I see what you mean. Like, you know, I it's this, it's interesting because uh, this is a super edge case, I know, but like, just it, the, the thought crossed my mind. I, I think taking suppression as much as you can is great for that, yeah. for that person. Um, because you, it says core trooper units. So you gotta think who are your core trooper units. They're gonna have probably what courage one all around. Yeah. Uh, unless you're taking like clones and droids, yeah. which can take courage two people. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 super edge case. But depending on the unit, I think you want suppression. I think you want a lot of suppression because even if you're getting panicked, you're still running right, backwards. Right, like you said. Yeah. Um, and let's say you do get panicked off the board. I think the way panicking off the board with objectives is you drop the token. So you you might lose that unit. But all you have to do is run back and claim oh. the hostage in your deployment zone. That'll be interesting. So as long as you're already working towards your deployment zone at your board edge, you should be fine. It's not always going to work, but you should be fine. It just take somebody who is not going to panic. Well, maybe, no, no, that, that is going to panic but not get killed. Yeah. And just take the suppression, man. That's a good point. Because you're not going to worry. I wonder if that is how it works out. So Yeah. 
like with because you're still got me thinking about the like they're they're not escorted but they're still in your deployment zone so you just have to claim them yeah but if you claim them you immediately get two points huh well at least at the end of the game so it's so it's a real edge case but I think what you did against me is the best to hunt the hostage with somebody like Luke oh yeah hunt the hostage with your Sabines do your do people that move quickly and can just do a lot of damage or just kill them like yeah yeah, in that game, I had half the mind to, like, just take the hostage and just start running away. <laughs> like, take both of them. These are mine now! You, you stole, can't have them. You stole my princess. Yeah. <laughs> Back to your castle. Your princess is an Amoidian. <laughs> <laughs> One of those hot Pantora and blue-skinned aliens. You I'm just kidding. You love oh, to see gosh. it. Pantora. Okay, so we talked about this a little bit with the deployment, or with the uh, conditions. But I kind of want to go back to the uh, objectives. Bombing run. Who do you think hates that? Who do you think loves that? Let's loves, start with hate. Loves bombing run. Well, all right. Oh, love. Yeah. Who do you who do you think loves bombing run? You know, I I really think I think clones like bombing run because yeah. barks are good. Barks can yeah. accomplish that really quickly. Uh, I think I kind of think everybody but droids. Does that yeah. make sense? You're really. I hate to that. say that, but like <laughs> you're really. Hung I up know, on that. I know, but it's just like as a droid player, like dude, you're not gonna do that. You're not going to your opponent's deployment zone, no. except if you've got Grievous and Dooku, and then like. So That's I, true. So I feel like they're because they're as much as Empire's not mobile, droids are just not mobile. Maybe once they get steps, that could change. Things. Yeah, and I think you're right. Maybe even a uh, droid commandos could change those things. But um, I think spe- anybody who has speeder bikes. Yeah. So uh, I I really gotta hand this one to like rebels and rebels probably. Yeah. Rebels I think is you're probably right. my my bet. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah. I just I I think you're right. What you said earlier. Like I think the only only real big loser out of all these, unfortunately, is Empire. It is the droids <laughs> and droids yeah. and Empire. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like. Because at least Empire could take bikes for it. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting because there is something to be said, like you said earlier, about taking high power units, like high yeah. health units, who don't mind taking a few hits and walking yeah. forward. Yeah, that's true. Well, and, and speaking of walking forward, that's another point I wanted to make is that all these objectives, how many times have I complained that this game is too stationary? All the time. Yeah, like we get to somewhere and we just shoot. No matter what faction, eventually it just comes down to like, all right, can I kill you faster? Don't get me wrong, I'm having a blast. Of course, we wouldn't be making a podcast if I didn't like the game. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just no. being like, man, I really wish there was something to encourage moving faster or moving more. And that really gets you to that attrition game where it's yeah. like red dice saves become so much more because you're focused on killing. Yeah. Well, what if you're not focused on killing? Maybe you don't worry so much. Right. Well, like in today's game, like I did set up, and I kind of we talked about this earlier. Like I talked, or I kind of set it up like uh, Imperial Gunline to kind of see if. Like, my four Z6 squads were going to be good at that. And um, it got to the point where I'm like, crap, I have to move or else he's just going to get that payload to the destination no problem. Because there's all this line of sight blocking with those huge crates in the way. And I was like, I have to, I can't just stay here. I have to move, you know? And I liked it. Like, I liked that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely creates variety. I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about Hemmed In? Because I really, that's one that I really want to talk about. Yeah. And I feel like you want to talk about that too. I, I yeah. I feel like Hemmed In is like a catch 22. You know? Yes. Like, 
for example, like uh, like let's say I get uh, like today I got payload. I'm blue player, right? Red player automatically like has to work. I, I'm trying to simplify this even more. Hemmed in is something that you probably will force to make yourself comfortable as as a red player, if that makes sense, or a blue player. Or as you blue know? player, yeah. like like oh, I know my opponent's going to go for this, so as blue player, I'm going to go for hemmed in to kind of like force, you know, the objectives to be closer to me, you know, because you're starting in the middle pretty much, and if they go all on one side, they're missing out on the other objective on the other side, so that's super decent. Um, I don't know, like. I, I still even because we just finished our game not even like an hour ago. Yeah, so yeah, even. I'm still thinking about it. But overall, like, I feel like hemmed in is like the one where it's like, all right, I can live with this, and I'll actually like no matter the objective, like this will really benefit me. Absolutely, and it's so weird to think about it because there are objectives that red player will benefit so much more. Yeah, intercept is one of those. Yeah, intercept is one of them. Uh, recover the supplies, not ah uh, well. Probably not so much because the center supply will go to the blue. Yeah. Anything where there's a center objective, it'll probably be blue player. But, like, red player has a lot to do as well. Yeah. Um, Sabotage, red player would be way better at. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good thing. Um, Payload is one that I thought was super interesting with it because as red player, you're immediately forced to do at least one extra move to get to where you need to be. Does that make sense? Blue player will deploy in the middle with it, and they just have to go left or right. Yeah. Red player, depending on where you go, <laughs> you know the opponent's going to put on the exact opposite side of the board, yeah. uh, which is which kind of sucks. Yeah. It kind of sucks that way, but you can do it. Like, you did it today. Yeah. You did pretty well. But um, well, even like... after six turns, you could only get to range two of that objective. We did the math. <sighs> that was yeah. as close as you could have gotten. Well, and you, you treat the cart as terrain, right? Yes. So theoretically, a small boy like R2 can run line of sight blocking the whole way through. <laughs> That's true. That's true. If, so, well, if he can keep up with it, because that goes speed two. Well, I guess he oh, can, because it's, it's speed two, and he's a speed two just speed go last. With, you just go with him last every turn. <laughs> <laughs> the card starts to outrun him. I guess if you blast off, you're fine, yeah. but... No, that's true. That's probably not a good idea. Actually, you may want him to start ahead of the cart, so the cart slowly edges ahead of him. If that makes sense. Yeah, but at the same time, too, it's like. <sighs> I guess you just have to be arranged one of the cart. Yeah. So you could do it, but like it'll be funny to see R two like racing the cart yeah. Yeah. and slowly start losing the race. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> oh no! And then if you have three PO, that's all out of the door. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, Danger close. We talked about Empire is probably gonna like that if anything. Um, roll out anything with vehicles we thought, you know. Hostage exchange, actually going back to uh, objectives, who do you think is going to really like hostage exchange? Oh, gosh. Um, I actually would give this one again to the Rebels. Yeah, boy. I yeah. think Sabine. <laughs> well, it's interesting because, like, I think Sabine gets out there fast. Luke gets out there fast. Does a lot of damage. Because um, I played it with a gin list with the Rebels against you. And infiltrate was great, but the hostage thing immediately kills your range three infiltrate bubble. Yeah. So you're kind of like, okay, like it doesn't help that much. Um, but man, I, I could see Boba coming back for this a little bit. Can you go in? Because you said that before and you explained it to me, but I want our viewers to home, I want to realize yeah. the magnitude of that statement. <laughs> this is a big one. This is a big one. Because like we've been talking about, this is actually something that's coming up in the community as people ask us, like, 
Who's better, Bosker or Bubba? We actually had a guy come in the other day who just started yeah. playing. We get that question all the time, and I always say Bosk. Always. Because yeah. it's just when you're in a meta that's killing each other, you're going to go pick Bosk. You're going to get the range. Um, with hostage exchange, you have to be in the middle. So the way it's going to happen is you're probably going to have your opponent pick their hero or their attacker unit to go up and hunt down the hostage. They're mm-hmm. going to run to the center quick to get there, kind of like Sabine does with the boxes. Yeah. And the best counter for that is to take Boba, bounty whoever the hero is they've picked. So let's say they've got Luke Leia yeah. or Sabine Leia. You know Sabine and Luke are going to come at you. They're going to try to kill your hostage and let their hostage run away. So you pick Boba, bounty that hero, that operative, and then when they get up close, just move Boba up close. He's not necessarily there to hunt their hostage, but he's there to stop their hero. Yeah. if you get their hero... You can kill their hero, run away with your hostage, and you win by one victory point. It's it's really yeah. good. It's really yeah, good. That, that speed, you really like. But speed three it, helps. Yeah, and I and I like how you brought up Sabine earlier too, because I feel like we're gonna. I roll my eyes when I say this. <laughs> we're gonna see more of her, not because I don't like her. I love Sabine. I love her, but it's. I feel like that's the only. That's like one of the only people I see people play with comfortably you know like she's just so universal you don't bring rebels without sabine right yeah. and it and that's a shame because i love han and chewy maybe they're not the greatest yeah but like i like their models they have cool gimmicks like uncanny luck is fun you know it's fun. so <laughs> yeah his command cards are a lot of fun yeah so I, I yeah sabine will be good at this bobo i think you're right bobo will be good i think uh yeah i i think uh I'm going to say it. I think Wookiees will also be good at this because if someone dies, the Wookiees can pick it up and run. I agree. agree. Unhindered, indomitable. Like if you Would get you the like wo- another movement keyword? <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, it's funny because you're talking about their training slots. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's actually such a cool thing to do, the endurance duck and cover thing. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I, I do roll whites, but you know, maybe I can give myself heavy cover or extra cover if I need yep. to. Um there's things you can do. Yeah. There's things you can do. I think the inclination is to be like, oh, Hunter Tenacity, of course. Yeah. And it's like, well, then you're going to charge someone and you're going to die because they're not going to handle someone. They're not going to handle, like, especially with the characters coming out, they're not going to be able to handle an Iden. If They're not going to be able to charge an Iden without Iden lighting them up with her, you know, repeater blaster. Yeah. And suppressive yeah. droid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, guys. Sorry. So I, that's the thing. Like, Wookiees, the more I play them, the more I'm like, they're not what they should be, which is like Diet Tauntauns. They're very much like B2 battle droids. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. But Spec Ops instead of Core Units. Why? Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Seriously, that's a good question. The Furballs got – they got got. What yeah, they say? did. Well, Figure it's it interesting because I felt like Danger Close was not bad for them. No. Because you, you no. deploy range three of each other, and that's that's not that far. Melee units can get there in two turns. So yeah. your Wookiees, they have enough health. So maybe health, they can uh, do that now, yeah. Yeah, they have enough health that they'll get there to your front line. But it'll, it'll take two turns. But if you last first with them, they can soak up some hits. And if they're shooting your Wookiees, they're not shooting everything else. So yeah. maybe this is a chance for, like... I don't know if you do danger close, uh, hemmed in, and I don't know, 
major offensive maybe, mm-hmm. there is a chance that maybe you can take Wookiees to support like an Op Luke or a Commander Luke or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I, now that's just an idea. That's a theory craft. That's a hot take. Hot take. No, hot I, take. Well, and that's the thing. It's like we also we can't just think of just these nine cards because, th- I mean, we ha- already have like four cards of each. Five total? Yeah, five total that we could use right now of each. So this is making it eight total cards. So likely that these cards aren't going to get used together, which I think is a very interesting discussion too. Like we talked we talked a little bit before about intercept transmissions being good with uh, hemmed in. Like if you're a red player, like super good advantage there. Um, rollout probably... Actually, no. I, I don't know if I do see a rollout advantage with any other things that we have oh, right now. Oh, other like um, current yeah. objectives and stuff. Uh, maybe recover. Uh, nah. Yeah, maybe recover the supplies. Uh, things where yeah, yeah, recover the supplies. If you've got more vehicles and you're deploying closer to the box, oh yeah, you're just putting a lot more pressure on that center box. True. So whoever True. picks goes to pick it up is gonna get aced. Yeah. Um, especially if you've got a tank, like you've got an ad at like an AAT. Oh yeah. Or like. A saber tank that's sitting there, like it range two to three of you, you're gonna get hit. Really well, hard. and imagine, imagine the sorrow you'll feel if you're like, if you didn't bring a tank and they did and they got rollout. Exactly. Any objective, it's like, oh, crap. you're like, well, I guess I've got these two boxes. What do I do? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it, that is super interesting. And then like sabs, sabotage. Uh, I guess. Well, the th- cool thing about sabs is maybe you place just right outside the deployment zone and then you're you know there's there's things there's things but um yeah i think once these things get mixed in with what we already have we'll start to see things kind of cohere together yeah well i, I think right. i think that's about it for vital assets any concluding thoughts on vital assets matt i'm super excited for it oh, i'm yeah. really bummed it got <laughs> delayed but, I yeah. think that's just the heartbreak of this whole situation. Not aside from like people actually dying. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> oh, I, I just mean yeah. like with with FFG like on their side alone. It's just it's it, it breaks my heart that we have like so much good stuff we've been excited for for so long, and it just keeps getting pushed back. And it's unfortunate, but I'm glad people are staying safe. That's the big deal. Like, you got to remain positive, I guess, but. I don't know. I feel like these could like vital assets was needed like a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. at least like six months ago, yeah. like with Clone Wars. But, yeah. uh, but at least it's coming. I'm yeah. not going to complain too much. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like if we're never going to stop playing <laughs> this game. No, no. And it's it. I'm excited to see what new units oh, yeah. are made to work with what oh, yeah. we have objective wise. It'll be so cool. Yeah. Well, freaking dude! Imagine stamps. We talked about stamps. stamps. A multi mini speeder bike. Cover one, um, just running bombing run. It's like they're super cheap. I don't care if they die. They're just they're straight just <laughs> <laughs> suicide bombers, literally. Yeah, like, like com- com- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should make a list of just stabs and then like um, just stabs and B ones. Stabs and B ones and call Pearl Harbor. Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> oh, oh no. gosh! Well, uh, what? Uh, that's yeah. I, I I agree though. Like I think that Vital Assets is probably gonna be fun. I'm 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 sad it's delayed, but uh, without further ado, I guess it's time for our next segment, which is Double Vision. Uh, Double Vision this week, Matt. A little bit of a fun one. Uh, we kind of wanted to take shots in the dark, hot takes, if you will. 
as to uh, when we'll be able to play Legion again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it that way because, like, you and I already are playing. But, yeah. um, well, we are will, like, practicing social distancing. We very much are. We're six feet away right now at the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. When will our communities be able to play again is the question. Well, if it gets any worse in Salt Lake or Utah in general – It'll be a while, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they have a plan that's going to take them to, like, at least August. Dude, so. Oh, I would hate to have to wait that long, but it, it really could be. Yeah. I guess uh, if you're, yeah. Yeah, well, just, it. I don't know if we'll be prohibited from playing that long. At least, like, till May, though, if it gets any worse, which is sad. I just, ah, man, this is hard. Like, I, I, I hope... Like if I'm making a prediction, like I, I I hope that we can play again by by June. Agreed. Any day now, like we could be told, hey, it's shelter in place, and that means we can't do a live, we can't do a podcast in person anymore. We can't can't play together. It's it's just really discouraging to not only like have your job affected, but then have your hobby be affected too. I think that's the worst part too, because that's that's such a psychological thing. Of well, I guess I could have done this, but now you can't even. Do your hobby where you stay at home and play with friends. Like you yeah. can't do that. Um, I mean, you can paint. That's nice. that's true. I swear, if <laughs> I mean, this is not just to like people here in Utah, but like across the world, man, get your painting done. Like, yeah. there's you will never have a better opportunity in your life to yep. paint. And if I hear any of you saying like I don't have enough, t- I I never have enough time. It's like, dude, you had Corona. <laughs> Like not particularly you. You did not have Corona necessarily, but you had you had time. You had yeah. time. That's such a bullcrap. No, thing. but um, um, I'm gonna put my money on May Fourth. Uh, oh, hey, Star Wars Day. I think that we is do the a time. big hoobob about it. We should. We should. Like I don't. know. It's interesting because people. Will, I know people will be like TTS. You can play on TTS. Yeah, I don't there's, like TTS. Just, yeah, I don't. It is a different feeling. I actually tried it uh, this last week and. Something about being there with your opponent, the social aspect, seeing them, seeing their cards, talking about the decisions. I know you can do that over headset, yeah. but um, well, I'll tell the you the tactileness yeah. of being able to feel the minis. It's it's so different. The big reason why I don't like tabletop simulator dice. The dice. Oh, yeah, same. I don't. It's not satisfying at all to play a game where a computer just automatically flips a picture over. Like I want, I want the tactile feel of rolling dice. Yes. I don't know. Call me crazy. And like, I, will... I also bake my dice, so. <laughs> oh, that explains a lot. Yeah. Well, I was using your dice today, and I still lost. Yeah. So. <laughs> With your baked we dice. We did have some crazy hits going. We did yeah. on both sides. Yeah. We on both sides. We were hard hitting. I will say this. This is like Matt being a conspiracy theorist, but like there is something to holding the dice. Like I know people say it's random, but I've told you this before. Yeah, it's yeah. not random. There, the science is minuscule. The way your dice are weighted, the way you're holding the dice, the friction, yeah. the way you, the angle, the speed, the velocity. Hold it's... on, hold on. Can you hold that thought while I get my tinfoil hat on? <laughs> <laughs> you want to make mine for me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it, I don't know. There's something about it where it's like the way you're doing it, the way you throw it. I'm sure that it's already predetermined. Yeah. You know, like there, there is some science I'm sure about it where because of that the dice results in that order, but there's no way to possibly control those things. So you just have to call it quote unquote random and uncontrollable. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? No, I, I'm with you. It's not that, like you said, like, it's nothing we can control. But yeah. But it's, it's something that a computer sure can't. It's to the so, thing where it's like point zero 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 to the, to the infinite zero I feel, point yeah, one right. change. I feel like it does when we refer to the quote-unquote dice gods, we're really referring to the science of it. Yeah. It's like the dice gods giveth and the dice gods taketh away. Well, <laughs> the air friction taketh away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact, that there's another person in the room. Yeah. yeah just the person look. that walked by created a little draft. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, your dice are drafting each other kind of like you know in need for speed like, oh yeah, no no and that's just Matt putting his tinfoil hat on call me crazy but like obviously does it affect it entirely no but they're just you're right yeah. so rolling digital dice is not the same yeah well yeah uh, we say May 4th I actually retract mine and I say yes to that really? I agree May the 4th I would just love that to be able to come back and like on the May fourth, being like, "Yep, we're playing Legion." Yeah. Uh, so Adepticon is canceled, right? Do we know what's gonna? This is Star Wars related, not there uh, is not um, Le- Legion particularly. There is on Thursday. Yeah, which there's a stream for you guys listening. Was yesterday? Yeah, is a stream. So tomorrow. For us. For us. So we're time travelers, in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> we're backwards time travelers. So 4 o'clock on Thursday. We're slow travelers. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll be sure to give our thoughts on Discord for the meantime, and then next week. I'll tell you straight up, guys. Like, like if we do get a shelter in place, we will try our hardest, but, like, there may not be an episode. Like, we'll figure out something at least for, like, Discord. Maybe it'll be lower quality. But we'll figure out something to at least try. If it doesn't happen, we will make it up to you somehow with extra content later. Um, but we just can't, like, we don't know how this is going to affect everything. Who knows? We could have another earthquake and then our power's out, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, we don't, we don't know. Yeah, so that's the, we just know that we guys, like, we are thinking about next week and, like, how that's going to affect the podcast. The plan is to keep it going somehow, some way. So, um, I think that's pretty much it for us, though, Matt. Did you have any concluding thoughts? No, just, guys, go paint those minis. Like, yeah, go paint do it. them. Yep. Get it done. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I have one more question for you. Oh, yeah. If you were on a desert island with a Nemoidian female, but he looked <laughs> exactly like a male, would you uh, 